This is Southern Gospel Now, your weekly look inside Southern Gospel Music. This is episode 51. I'm Greg Goodman. Hey, if you missed any of our earlier episodes, they're available wherever you get podcasts, or you can listen at southerngospelnow.com. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by southerngospelprizes.com, where currently you can register to win a record player and a collection of Southern Gospel records. More details available at southerngospelprizes.com. We start this week with wedding bells for Brad Steele of the Steels. We went on a few dates and then became an official couple in July of 2019. Finally, it was just one of those things where I said, okay, I know she's the one. She knows I'm the one. Our families love each other. So what in the world are we waiting for? Brad married Emily Perry last week. Our congratulations to this young couple. Also last week, NQC Spring Break was going strong over in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and love was blooming among the music. The inspirations Wyatt Austin proposed to his girlfriend. It's been said many times that behind every good quartet man is a good quartet woman. That's right. That's true. True. It's true. And they told me, son, when you find one that supports your ministry, not only here, but at home and in prayer, Son, you better hold on tight. Flavia Emanuela, will you marry me? She said yes, everybody. I'm sure we can anticipate news about a wedding in the near future. Greater Vision's Rodney Griffin has an interesting story on God's timing to share with us. Last Wednesday, my wife, Regina, and I were headed to church, and all of a sudden our phones were ringing saying that our alarm at the house had just gone off. So I whipped the car around and headed back to the house to see what was going on. Basement garage door was up. Uh, I'd shut it earlier, but somehow it came back up, set the alarm off. Nobody was there, thankfully. Turned around and headed back to church, and before we did, I was thinking... Maybe we should just stay home. We're going to be walking in late. Don't want to be a distraction. We went on. I didn't say anything. And we got to church at 7.15, which was 15 minutes late. And as we walked toward the front door of the church, there was a man standing outside in the parking lot looking a bit confused and hesitant. And I just stopped and said, uh, are you okay, friend? And he said, well, a friend of mine invited me here tonight. And we could tell he just was trying to muster up the courage to open that front door and go in the church. I just said, hey, walk in with us. And he was thankful to hear that. And we walked in. He sat down by his friend and heard the gospel. And I thought immediately, isn't it funny how sometimes God makes us 15 minutes late and it seems inconvenient to us just so that a man who was invited by a friend could attend a church service and hear a clear gospel presentation of how much God loves us and sent his son to die for us. Southern Gospel songwriters bless us with their gift of putting lyrics and music together. Tim Menzies talks about writing what he calls word pictures. The way that you reflect middle class life with language is imagery. And I grew up living that kind of middle class life and then hearing that imagery in country songs. It's basically word pictures. I've done it so long now that The creative side of me is not satisfied until some of that is there. When the Southern Gospel concert scene folded amid COVID in 2020, Jim and Melissa Brady just got busier in other creative ways. I said, well, we need to just, you know, keep a smile on our face and we need to keep doing what we're called to do. And that is 
write songs. You know, it's not just about going out and singing every week. We love that. But when we're not able to do that, we still have a message in our heart that we need to share with people. We started writing. When you're touring, you're busy. You can't take the time just to sit and write as much as we did in 2020. So we started writing uh, together. And then I started writing with co-writers. And uh, we ended up writing 75 or 80 songs mm-hmm. uh, in, in one year. Joseph Habedink's latest song, Jericho, talks about the walls of that city and the walls we build up ourselves. Joseph expounds on that idea. As a child, I was always so fascinated with this story. And as I grew older, I think I started applying that to my life when I thought about how we as humans tend to build up these walls around our heart. Um, And the reason we do that is to protect ourselves from getting hurt. The only problem with that is sometimes we build these walls so high that we fail to let the Lord work in our hearts because we are so scared of the pain, the discouragement that comes from just living life as a Christian and as a human. The Neelands are getting ready for a pretty special bus tour later this year. Jason Clark tells us more. We're taking about 200 people to some of our favorite places in the world. We're going to start at Rootville, Georgia, which is our home, and we are going to head to Nashville, Tennessee, and start our trip at the Grand Ole Opry. Then we leave there and go to Alexandria, Indiana, to be with Bill and Gloria Gaither at Gaither Studios, where Bill himself will lead our group in a private homecoming sing-along. And then we head to Williamstown, Kentucky, to spend the entire day at the Ark Encounter, where we're going to have a blast, and the Neelands will also perform there. Ronnie Henson has earned a place among the top songwriters of all time in Southern Gospel music. He talks about what is a must for an effective Southern Gospel song. When that person out there has a heart attack and he's told he's going to die, and he needs that message of hope, there's not a generation where that changes. They all have that same need, that everyday need that they have for hope and a hope that uh, there is a heaven. I think when that doesn't drive us all, I think we lose something that we could have really capitalized on. Looking at the Singing News Power 50 for this week, the Taylors emerge at the top after hovering in the top five for a while. The Taylors at number one with the same. That's it for this week. Catch up on past episodes at southerngospelnow.com or wherever you get podcasts. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by southerngospelprizes.com. I'm Greg Goodman. Thanks for listening. Love your neighbor. And I'll see you next week with our next episode of Southern Gospel Now.